Good morning. This is Darrell Gunter, your host for Leadership on WSOU 89.5 FM, streaming on the net at WSOU.net on the beautiful campus of Seton Hall University. Well, today I am so happy to have as our in-studio guest a former intern of Gunter Media Group, Mr. Josh Caruso, who's going to share with us his views on leadership and in a very exciting project that he's working on behalf of Seton Hall University with Riot Games. Josh, welcome to the program. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. You know, Josh, uh, we've known each other now almost a couple of years, and I've, I've been so impressed with your growth. And today we're going to talk about a, a very uh, important project that you're very passionate about, and that's uh, uh, video game leagues. But before we jump into that, could you share with our audience a little bit about your background and being that you are uh, you're going to be a senior next year? Is that right? Yes, I'm going to be a senior. senior. This so year. you know, tell us a little bit about your high school and as you matriculated into Seton Hall and some of the things that you've done, and uh, we'll we'll jump into what you're passionate about in a little bit. <laughs> okay. Well, I started here in Bloomfield High School, a couple towns over, and there I was basically on the baseball team. Uh, I was on varsity baseball for about two years, and I basically played baseball my whole life. And baseball and gaming have been a huge passion of mine. So it's and it's been great to be here, and great to talk to you, and great to talk to our listeners about uh, what I'm passionate about. But, but let's talk about. Uh, so, what are you majoring here at Seton Hall, and what are some of the things that you've been involved in? Well, currently here, I major at Seton Hall in marketing. And I'm very involved in the Seton Hall gaming sector here on campus. I am currently the League of Legends coordinator here on campus, where we deal with mostly the um, esports and gaming, such as uh, League of Legends and other uh, multiplayer online battle arenas. And um, so you're going into your senior year, and uh, tell us a little bit about where have you spent your, your last two summers in regards to internships. Well, I've just recently spent this last summer at Enterprise, where I've received training from Enterprise on all things relating to and the business. And it's Enterprise Car. Enterprise Rent-A-Car, yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Enterprise Rent-A-Car. And then the previous year I spent with uh, you at Gunter Media Group, where we basically worked on everything from entrepreneurship to how to be a successful business person. Which which we both enjoyed very oh, much very so. Much. Very so much. Um, tell us a little bit about League of Legends. Well, to start off, League of Legends is considered classified as a MOBA, which st- is a multiplayer online battle arena. And what that means is basically you put two teams together on a field, and on that field they fight each other to destroy each other's base. And whichever team manages to get to the other base first wins. And um, who plays these games? Uh, what, what age ranges and, and uh, why, why is it becoming such a big thing? Well, basically in terms of age ranges, I would say it can range from 12, 10 to 12 all the way up into your 30s or upper 40s. What makes this game so popular is it's, it's seen in the way that the game is played is highly competitive due to the, the nature of the game. It's one of the first games to have a more balanced um, mi- mindset where... What happens is the, it's very strategic, and teams compete against each other in order to fight over objectives and to fight over area and control within their map, within the map. So you're using some business terms there, strategic and objective. So 
How is the game strategic? What happens is inside the game, you're constantly trying to battle each other over control over the area inside the inside the map. And what happens is there are certain objectives that you need to have control over within the game, such as Dragon or Baron Nashor. That's two of the major objectives in the game that give significant bonuses to the team that can successfully capture these uh, certain monsters. And objectives? Um, the objectives involve around uh, towers and, more importantly, the base. What happens is each team has a certain amount of towers, and that classified as their area and their side of the map. And what happens is, as teams push together and work together to capture these objectives, they take the towers and then they push these, and then from these towers they push all the way into the enemy's base until they can finally capture their base. Okay, and um, you know, as during your during your internship, uh, we saw that there were several articles in the New York Times about how these games are going beyond uh, just people playing in their homes, but but are are going um, out to. Uh, stadiums so it's become huge what's what is the size of this business currently um currently league of legends is a say a multi-billion dollar business where they've drawn in over 67 million players each month and they get over 27 million players each day okay now here at seton hall you you, you have a competitive league here at seton hall yes we do and what what, what is the league called and and when does it um uh, operate and uh, is there a winner? Is there like a season? Uh, is there like a Super Bowl championship? <laughs> tell, tell us about that. Um, what happens with League of Legends is League of Legends has two leagues, mostly here in America and Europe. They also have a league in China, but we're just mostly going to talk about the league uh, here in America. That's called the League Championship Series, and that's where 20 teams compete together for the to control who's basically the best team in America. And from there, they go to the world's championship where they compete with other countries all over the world. And so, but this league here at Seton Hall, when does it start and when does it finish? Um, what happens here with this league at Seton Hall is my group here, um, where we're Shoe Gaming Sector League of Legends, we have about 134 members and 91 of us play very regularly almost every day. And what happens with us here is we form tournaments during the fall and spring semester, which helps us train and basically be able to be on a competing level with other colleges. And these tournaments, do they take place uh, during the week or in a weekend? Um, what happens with the tournaments is usually every Monday we have something called league nights where we'll come together every Monday and practice and scrimmage or we'll play games with each other in preparation for the tournaments that I hold every fall and spring semester. Yeah, but about the tournaments, you hold them here at Seton Hall. Yes, most of the time I hold the tournaments here at Seton Hall, but because it's an online uh, game, we can hold, we can basically play from anywhere. But I like to hold the tournaments here in person, where and, all the players can come in. And, and where and where do you host them at? We normally host them at Jubilee Hall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and what time is it? Saturday, Sunday, or? Um, usually we air them after after hours after school during during the week which will usually be after classes probably at around seven or eight o'clock once mm -hmm. everyone's finished in jubilee eating. hall yes in jubilee hall and do you invite the uh, south orange uh, gamers you know the young folks to join you um currently right now it's we're just trying to keep us uh, 
everyone organized here at Seton Hall. So we mostly just have ourselves, and then we like to invite the other people here on the campus. Mm -hmm. But have you reached out to the South Orange community to say, hey, in high school, you got some folks who want to see how, you know, League of Legends work, that they can come here and, and learn? And um, No, we haven't done that yet, but we're currently in the process of thinking about doing something. Okay, I mean that's that's all that's all good, right? I mean it's a good thing, right? Oh yes, very. Yeah, you know, and uh, you know, I live here in South Orange, and you know, we're always trying to get South Orange and Seton Hall to do more cooperative projects together. Uh, what better way to engage the youth of South Orange to interact with uh, the uh, underclassmen at uh, Seton Hall? That sounds like a wonderful idea, and I'll definitely come into talking about Seton Hall, and I'll definitely consider talking to their school, the uh, high schools about doing something like that. Excellent, excellent. So how long has have you been working with this league here at Seton Hall? Uh, I've been working on the league for about two years. It's been a work in progress. We started very small and very humble. You know, we made a lot of mistakes, but we've also learned from these mistakes. And within this next... This is following year. We've got some big announcements, some big changes that are going to turn us and make us a, a recognized collegiate uh, esport team here at Seton Hall. I, I think that's great. And you know, this show is all about leadership, and leadership is all about starting from from the ground, starting with just a blank piece of paper, and building something in, into into a great thing. And what you're doing here, Josh, you should be commended on. And and uh, one of the things that prompted me to want to do this interview was to not only promote what you and what you and your, your, your colleagues are doing, but to talk about this great opportunity that you've just been afforded to go to Los Angeles for two or three days to represent Seton Hall at a Riot Game Collegiate, uh, conference. collegiate conference. Yeah, tell us about that. How did it, first of all, how did it come about, and then what is it all about? Well, it came about because I've been in contact with Riot Games about our League of Legends group here at Seton Hall because Riot has a collegiate program in which they like to support their up-and-coming gamers and their up-and-coming players in college for their game, League of Legends. Now, uh, we had recently got, because we were on uh, the map and we participated in a, uh, a Riot-sponsored collegiate tournament, they invited us for a chance to go to L.A. for their collegiate conference where I had to submit with my vice president an application explaining to them why we here at Seton Hall deserve the chance and the opportunity to go to L.A. and to learn from the guys who made the game themselves. So in terms of the process, the application process was pretty um, arduous. Um, over 250 organizations are in their collegiate program, and they've only... Uh, accepted 75 actual colleges to come to their campus uh, at, at Los Angeles for this collegiate conference. And so this conference, you're representing Seton Hall. And so th what this means is that Riot is saying, hey, Josh, you and your, your colleagues have done a great thing, and we have selected you because of the leadership and the innovative thought that you've given to this process. What, what do you think was the, the, the biggest factors for them to say, Josh, we want you and your, and your colleagues to come represent Seton Hall? That was a huge part of the application. What Riot was looking for was they were looking for the top colleges who represented something called the Summoner's Code. And the Summoner's Code is basically their code of conduct on how teams and how players who play their game should act. And they only pick the, the schools and they only pick the players who 
mo best represented that summoner's code. So if you want to compare the summoner's code, you can think of it as a code of conduct or the rules that are basically good sportsmanship rules that you have in every other sport like baseball or basketball or football. And um, so what is this, 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 this code that, you, that you're talking about? Um, the summoner's code is basically the, the rules that tell you how, not necessarily how to play, but how to be a good sportsman. So anyone who's played a sport or anyone who's even played a game in general knows that it's good sportsmanship. It's, you know, taking compliments, helping each other out, being a positive influence to everyone. And all around, just being an all around better person is really what they were looking for. Mm -hmm. And when you started this league, now who's your partner that's going out with you to, to uh, Los Angeles? My partner and good friend Victor Gomez is going out with me to L.A. To, to okay, and, and uh, being that this interview won't air until September, you would have already, by the time this airs, you would have already been out to the conference. Yes, correct. Well, good. Well, yeah, I, I think what we're going to do, we have to do a follow-up uh, in regards to, um, you know, what happened, what occurred, what did you achieve, and and um, what are you doing to raise the Seton Hall pirate flag, so to speak? Oh, yes. Um, very interesting to note is Riot just recently released a brand new mode for their game, which is completely pirate-themed. So oh. there's, yes, so we're pretty excited over here at Seton Hall. Ah, okay. <laughs> to follow. Wonderful, wonderful. Now, you're looking to get support on this campus. Yes. T what type of support are you looking for, and who are the administrators uh, that we need to uh, send a copy of this interview to. <laughs> <laughs> well, right now we're currently larger than we've ever been, but more importantly, we're trying to gain support on this campus because we'd like to make this a recognized uh, sport here at Seton Hall and to be one of the forefronts in collegiate esports. Um, just to give an example, Robert Morris University, and now more recently, uh, the University of Pikeville in Kentucky are the first two organizations to have a League of Legends collegiate team recognized by their college, where they give out scholarships for players to come play League of Legends at their schools. Wow. And they actually give scholarships. Yeah, they're giving mm -hmm. scholarships out, just like any other sport, for them to come play and represent their college. Mm -hmm. So who on this campus are you trying to influence? Are you trying to influence President Esteban, Office of Admissions, uh, the uh, Student Activities Board? Um. Uh, well, we'd like to, first we're going to work our, from, the, from the ground up. So we're going to try to go with the Student Activities Board first. And then from there, we'd like to work our ways towards, hopefully, the Seton Hall Athletics Department and then all the way to President Esteban himself. Okay. Now, um, I think it's great to have high goals and high aspirations. But got to ask ourselves the question, what will gaming do for Seton Hall? That's a huge question that needs to be answered by basically both me and everyone here in my league group at Seton Hall. And we believe that if Seton Hall decides to come aboard with us and to let us be a collegiate team for their school, that they'll bring, you know, more players, more viewers, and, you know, ultimately more money to the campus. Okay. And that's huge because, as you know, Seton Hall recently uh, a few years ago, did away with their track team, which was a Big East winning track team. Um, and to have a collegiate sport to give scholarships, it needs to be funded. So are you suggesting that uh, there could be some funding available uh, because of advertisement or sponsorships that Seton Hall can draw upon to provide those scholarships? 
Uh, yes, we're hoping to that if Seton Hall does take us on, they'll bet basically uh, the recognition from the rest of the United States and the rest of the colleges here because um, if they decide to join and make us make themselves another league provider, they'll probably be recognized in major magazines like the New York Times and Forbes and the Star Ledger and things like that where people will come and they'll realize that these high school players and these, you know, even other college players will see that Seton Hall now accepts scholarships. So that'll bring a huge base of uh, people to come to Seton Hall for admission. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, what statistics do you have in regards to um, what gaming has done for Robert Morris? Do you have any statistics to share in regards to um, uh, quality of student going up? Um, sponsorships coming in, um, you know, so, so what, what are you drawing upon to promote this as, hey, this could be a great thing for Seton Hall? Um, we're basically going off of the popularity that Robert Morris and the University of Pikeville has gone off of, mm-hmm. but also, more importantly, some of the other members that are going to be attending the conference with us. Like, for example, Texas A&M, they're also a huge member in the collegiate scene, and they have over 1,100 members, which is absolutely massive. And they have over 100,000 1,100. Oh, 1,100. Yes, okay, 1, and those are all undergraduates or some of those graduate um, those or, are ba- or alumni? <laughs> those are basically all undergraduates currently at the moment that mm-hmm. just play for Seton mm-hmm. Hall, just for their school. At for Texas A&M. A&M. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting, interesting. And so are they one of the larger institutions with the larger audiences? Is, is that like the, um, the barometer to say you have arrived? Um, or is there a percentage of their population? Um, what statistics um, do you have to say that um, if you, because right now you have 120 people? We have currently about 134 members. 134 members. What is your goal for, for membership? Um, for us, we just want to hopefully, you know, when the undergraduates come and the new incoming freshmen and even some of the new pl- or players here on campus that just don't know about our league group yet, we're a, a small private university, so uh, our group isn't probably not going to be as large as Texas A&M. No, no, but but uh, what numbers have you projected uh, that, that you would like to have by the time you graduate? What, what, what is your goal? <laughs> by the that? time I graduate, we usually get about a, you know, 10 to 15 new members every semester. So hopefully by the time I graduate, that 134 members goes up to about maybe 160. 160. I think 200 is a nice round number. That would be a great number. That's just a lot of players we got to find for here at Seton Hall. Yeah, but how do I mean, it's a small campus, so uh, what is the marketing plan? Uh, what is going to be the marketing mix in regards to how you promote what you do, recruit um, members, and uh, make it fun, make it cool? Well, we've already tried using posters and other signs like that all over campus to let people know that we are here and we are a group here. It's just, we just, since League of Legends is new and a lot of people don't necessarily play these type of games, it's a, it's a little bit harder. But as soon as we get over this and people start to realize that mm-hmm. gaming has weight and League of Legends and uh, esports itself is a growing phenomenon, people will hopefully be able to take notice and realize that there is money to be made here and there's also just fun to be had. Are you, have you thought about, um, like, you know, during, during uh, when the semester starts, the fraternities, they got rush week and all that stuff. Have you thought about doing a public demonstration uh, to, to promote it? 
Um, a public demonstration would be pretty good, but it'd be pretty hard to do out on the campus green, considering we would need a, a large TV monitor to show people how it's done. But it, it's definitely possible. Yeah, find a sponsor, you know, have a party. Have a party, have a sponsor, have a band. Why not, you know? Absolutely. It's, yeah. it, that would be a great idea. And usually right now we like to hold things called viewing parties. And what consists in these viewing parties mm -hmm. is when certain tournaments like the League of Legends American mm -hmm. Championship Series or mm -hmm. when World's Finals happen at the end of the, at, at the, end of the winter, we hold these viewing parties where anyone on campus can come and just watch League of Legends and watch how it's done by the actual pros who are paid to play that game. Just think about it. The Galleon, you know, the Galleon main room, that's a perfect spot, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. We usually try to see if we can't get the, you know, commuter lounge right now or we try to get one of the larger classrooms or the auditorium in Jubilee. It's just sometimes it takes a little bit of pushing, but we can usually try to get... Uh, authorization to use those rooms yes. absolutely you know it's all online now you can rent rooms i mean not rent but you can get access to rooms uh through pirate net yeah we've looked into that it's uh pretty hard to do when you're just one uh group but we're hoping that by going but josh you were an intern for gunter media group you are empowered my friend <laughs> you have you know you got the wherewithal <laughs> that you're the bmoc the big man on campus <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Um, we're just trying to to, ho to just do what we can and just basically give try to see if we can get league out to everyone. I know that when I'm on campus and my other members are on campus, we always try to tell people and talk about league. That way people hear about it, people know about it. We've actually gained a lot of members that way because we still believe that there are people here who play League of Legends on campus and don't know about us yet. So it's really we're trying to reach out to them and from them and hopefully from everyone else here on campus will be able to become a larger group to rival the size of Texas A&M. Absolutely. So you're going into your senior year. Um, what's going on on the career front? Um, uh, what courses are you taking and what do you hope to be doing this time next year after you have graduated? <laughs> uh, the current courses I'm taking would be like sales and personal selling, entrepreneurship, um, you know, marketing metrics you know uh, certain things like that and in terms of the grad in terms of graduating and what i'd hoping to be doing next year is i am hoping that by next year i'll be able to be working for riot games and to work for esports and to be able to be a, a influence in the esports market where i'll be able to basically take what i've learned here and take my group and do all of that and be able to spread esports and esports to everyone else and everyone here across the world and in just little old South Orange. World domination coming right here from, <laughs> from, from South Orange. And uh, currently you're, you're intern at um, Enterprise. Right at now. Enterprise. And, and what have been some of the great things that you've learned through your internship at, at Enterprise? Um, basically from Enterprise I've learned how a business is run. It's pretty, it, they give us the training on how to run a branch you know, a successful enterprise rent-a-car branch. And it comes all the way down from the selling that you have to do to how to, you know, organize your cars to basically everything you need to know on how to run a successful business. And I believe their training is, uh, you know, top-notch where we go every other week and we, we go down to their corporate office and they teach us just about all the inner workings 
of their business. So it's not one of those internships where, you know, they're getting your coffee. They're actually putting us in the field and they're giving us basically the same jobs, the same responsibilities that their new employees do get. And so if you had to sum it up as what are the top three things that you have learned during your internship, um, what would be those top three things? Um, I would say number one, it absolutely, would be customer service. Uh, they provide a great customer service and uh, you know, all, everything that goes on in the backgrounds from you know, interacting with the customer and making sure that the customer uh, you know, uh, feels good and feels right at home. And basically, it's building that connection with the customer in the little time that you have that I think is probably the most important that, uh, experience that I've gotten, which is you, know, you may only have a couple minutes to spend the time with somebody, but within those couple of minutes, you can basically make a lasting friendship and a, a bonding connection with that person. And uh, what advice would you give to your fellow Seton Hall student colleagues about how to acquire an internship? What are the key things that you felt that you did that allowed you to obtain this very prestigious internship at Enterprise Car Rental? Uh, well, first I'd say is to get a, ha have a really good mentor who can teach you and basically let you, uh, let you know you're on the right path and you're doing the right things. But more importantly, I would say, you know, you want to volunteer. You'd want to get out there. You'd want people, you know, to, to get your own experience because to get an internship, while they're not necessarily looking for experience, they're looking for other things that you've done. I know, for example, here myself, I volunteer at HSL, which stands for High School Star League, which is the high school League of Legends uh, tournament uh, holders, and they were the one. They basically run the high school division of League of Legends in the United States. Very nice. And so, what were the compelling factors that you think that you, that allowed you to get this internship from Enterprise? Was there something that they they said that? That, that you did or something that you heard after the interview process? Uh, yes, um, I believe that would also be customer interaction and people interaction. Um, being a leader and being a leader on campus and being a, a leader of people at HSL, um, they take that into great account because you always interacting with people mm -hmm. and you understand that you know when you have a lot of people that look to you and look to you for guidance and look to you for help and look to you to get things done, they know that that's a hard thing and it, to have experience like that is you know a life-changing experience. Excellent. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're here with Joshua Caruso who is a Seton Hall student here, one of the, the leaders on campus, talking about his experiences in regards to business and internships and what he's doing with Riot Games. Uh, Josh, we're at the, at the end of our interview, but I did want to ask you to share with your colleagues why is it important for them to have a LinkedIn profile and what you've learned and what lessons you've learned. Um, basically, a LinkedIn profile in this connected age of technology is almost a necessity now. Um, everyone is online. Everything is online. So for you to really stand out, you need to show that you have, you're connected to everyone and connected to everything. Um, LinkedIn is such a great resource because it's basically, you know, it lets people know who you are. It lets you know the experiences you've had and the connections you've made. It's like the ultimate networking tool. So, you know, by having LinkedIn, people get a chance to see you who may not know who you are, and they may get a better understanding of who you are. And from there, you can then go on to connect with them, or they can contact you. It's, it's just a, the ultimate source for um, networking and the ultimate source for connections. Wonderful, wonderful. And uh, what parting advice 
would you give to uh, your colleagues about um, working towards their activities here at Seton Hall to help them get an internship? Uh, I would basically say that, you know, you just got to keep working hard. And even though it may look like, you know, there's not a lot going on or it may look like, you know, there's not much to do or, you know, uh, it may be hard. But if you just keep working on it, you know, you start small and then you get big. You know, the league group here, we started very small, very humble, and now we're being recognized by Riot Games as one of their lead uh, collegiate teams here at Seton Hall. That is huge. That is huge. And I believe you're going to follow up this interview with a interview in the uh, Seton Hall newspaper as well. Uh, yes, we had recently contacted the Setonian, and we're hoping to hear back from them on, you know, them possibly doing an article on our own league group here and on our trip to L.A. And the news record, um, I believe that uh, we're going to try to get them to do a story about what you're doing as well so that the local community at large will know about that. Yes. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you've heard it here. Josh Caruso, who is going out to Los Angeles to represent Seton Hall with uh, Riot Games with their collegiate uh, competitive division. Joshua, I want to thank you for coming on the program. Oh, thank you. I'm happy to be here. Wonderful. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that wraps it up for this weekend. This is Darrell Gunter, your host for Leadership on WSOU 89.5 FM and streaming on the net at WSOU.net. Remember, you can catch this broadcast and other interviews at iTunes U, Seton Hall University, under Leadership. This is Darrell Gunter, your host for Leadership. Remember, leadership begins with you. Have a great weekend.